If it's Monday, it means it's time to introduce Maesterclass. That's right. We're introducing a new mini podcast that will only come out on Mondays. And these things will not be more than 10 minutes long. It'll either be me offering some bit of observation from an academic perspective, or I will have a guest on to answer a single listener question. This is irregular. Uh, Yes, well, I suppose that life is irregular. Welcome to my first ever Maester class. If it helps you, close your eyes and pretend we're in Old Town and I've got a big old chain around my neck and you're wearing a gown. Today we're discussing Westerosi, wedding rituals, nightly capes, and possible nuptial connection between Sansa and the Hound. Uh, just a quick alert that part of what follows will include uh, discussions of child abuse. So, uh, warning for that. A few chapters back, Joffrey was doing Joffrey things, and he was holding court. And in retribution for her brother's victories in battle, Joffrey brings Sansa before court and has her beaten and has her stripped. That's the child abuse part. Then Sansa's future husband walks in and saves the day. That's right. Tyrion shouts, what's the meaning of this? And our favorite Hand of the King chides Sir Mirren and King Joffrey for their lack of chivalry. And I think it's important that he actually uses the word chivalry in this context. And from Sansa's perspective, it says, someone give this girl something to cover herself with. Sandor Clegane unfastened his cloak and tossed it at her. Sansa clutched it against her chest, fists bunched hard in the white wool. The coarse weave was scratchy against her skin, but no velvet ever felt so fine. So I observed that It's the hound who offers his cloak to Sansa, and it's not, this is crucial I think, it's not her future husband, Tyrion. Now given that Martin never misses a chance for symbolism, I think this is a glaring omission. Why not have Tyrion cover the girl? This would point forward to the Westerosi tradition of having the groom uh, fasten his cloak over the shoulders of the bride, and famously this is what Tyrion does with Sansa in this very room. Okay, so maybe when Clash was written, Martin hadn't decided to wet Tyrion to Sansa yet. But, and I'm not the first to suggest this, what if it's the Hound's cloak because Martin plans to eventually match Sansa to the Hound? As you probably know by now, I take these things way too seriously. And in my serious research... I emailed friend of the podcast, Carol Paris Jamison, to see if there's a nightly analog to this practice. Here's what Dr. Jamison wrote back. She says, there's an old French lay called the Knight of the Mantle. This story involves an ornate mantle brought to King Arthur's court as a chastity test. The ladies of the court don the mantle and will only fit those who are faithful to their husbands or lovers. The mantle in this narrative could be different from those donned by knights, though the narrative itself plays on the insecurity of knights. Maybe the act of a bride donning the cloak is a symbol of loyalty, she asks. Now, of course, Carol is a very careful scholar, so I want you to notice that she offers this suggestion in qualified terms. Maybe 
The Westrosi practice of cloaking the bride is a symbol of her newly arranged loyalties. After all, some knights wore their house sigils and colors on their capes. So what better way to signal that the woman in question is now loyal to a new house? Another possibility is that the cloak is a stand-in for the medieval practice of holding a canopy over the newly wedded couple. In some religious settings, the priest would perform mass while holding a canopy over both bride and groom. Of course, in Westeros, Catholic rituals are replaced by Faith of the Seven rituals. So maybe Martin wants to nod to the canopy tradition, but he's sort of putting his own chivalric flair on it. The last possibility is that there's no symbolism at all here. Uh, Maybe the hound was just covering a naked child, full stop. But where's the fun in that? I think for now we can at least notice the symbolism. Sansa is cloaked, albeit unceremoniously, by Sandra Clegane in a courtly setting. If that isn't cause for speculation, I don't know what is. All right, if you have any thoughts on this or you want your question featured on Maesterclass, email book at baldmove.com. Class dismissed. Go scrape candle wax or reshelve a book or something. Oh, yeah, and uh, watch this space for discussions of shadow monsters and misnamed femme fatales. Discussions of Renly's death on Electric Bookaloo in just a few days. Oh,